What's really good, y'all? And welcome to season three of Be Spirit Led Podcast. It's your girl, your girl, what in the world? It's your girl, <laughs> Valerie. And I'm so excited to be back to have my own special episode because this season, y'all, I have had some amazing guests. Like, y'all have been just sending me so much feedback on just the dynamic conversations that we have been having this season. And I'm so glad that you all are loving the content. You all are loving the conversation and the topic. So always feel free to send in, you know, topics that you'd love for, you know, me and another guest to hit on and uh, have conversation about. Um, And if you're interested in, you know, coming on this platform and chit-chatting with me, hit me up. I'm open and we can get it popping, period. So, so much has changed since last season Um, and, you know, my move um, to my own apartment and, you know, those a couple episodes of me being by myself as a hostess. Um, This season, you know, I I feel like I got a little personal, but it was more so for y'all to get to know other millennials and other people and their experiences. And well, there was also some Gen Z folk. Um, but you know, for y'all to be able to listen to other people's, uh, experiences and opinions and seeing, you know, where other people are in their lives and being inspired and, uh, enlightened and educated on some other different areas as well. Um, I definitely feel like this season really challenged a lot of thinking and, um, things that I thought that I was hip on, but really I was kind of ignorant in. Um, so I've definitely appreciated this season and just amazing new people that I've been able to connect with. And it's really lit for season four, y'all. Like I can't believe that it has been four seasons already. Like I'm so, so, so beyond grateful for all of my subscribers and listeners. Just BSL family, y'all are amazing, and I love you guys so, so, so much. So thank you for your support as per, and continue to support your girl, period. (laughs) So let's jump right into this episode. I have a pretty big announcement. Um, You know, your girl traded in being a beach girl for a hot girl. I moved to Whitney Houston, Texas. December 21st and it's been almost seven months no it's been seven months now right yeah it's been six or seven months um and I am just loving it you know there have been plenty 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 of ups and downs uh since I've been here but honestly truly in the grand scheme of things like this experience and transition has been such a blessing and I'm so grateful. Um, and I really love where I am, um, in my life. And, um, you know, I'm not the same woman I was a couple months ago at all, uh, through challenges and struggles, whether that be with mental health or emotional health, finances, romantically, family, friends, just so much has happened y'all. But, through God's grace and strength, I'm still here, still learning, still evolving, uh, constantly being refined. And I would not have it any other way. 
it doesn't feel good <laughs> sometimes to be going through, you know, the refining and things like that. Like you just want things to be where you want them to be and you kind of want God to like leave you out of it in a sense um, and for just things to just happen. But that is not how life works. That is not how the journey to destiny and the journey to purpose um you know, happens. And as much as I'm just like, God, do what you got to do. Leave me out of it and let me know when, you know, we get there to where we need to be. Like, I know that that is not going to help me as a woman, as a future wife, as a future mother, and as a friend, as a daughter, as an entrepreneur, like I get it. So I'm just truly grateful for this journey I am on. I will not ever forget this season of my life just texas is really a vibe y'all like especially houston like this i i can't even explain like texas is really its own country <laughs> like the people the food the experiences just the the leadership oh my gosh just the way people do things here how like how people are like it is so it's so interesting but um it does have a similarity to Virginia. Um, about four or five years ago, uh, I was like, you know what? I really want to move out of Virginia. Like, you know, I love my hometown, but like I, I got to get up out of here. And I was like, you know what? Where somewhere I can live that, you know, is fun and dynamic enough for me has opportunities, um, especially for like adventure and exploring. Cause I, I cannot sit still. Like I have to be on the move. Um, and it feels like home, but it's still very different from home and has, you know, opportunities for me as a black woman as well. And so like, where is that? And long story short, Texas is it. And so I was like, you know, well, what part of Texas? So I just was doing research, asking people, and Houston was number freaking one on the map. And people I would talk to, they would always say Houston. So, you know, I did a lot of praying and research and things like that. And let me tell y'all, there was so many times out of frustration, anger, and impatience that I would look up jobs, look up apartments, and I'm just like, yo, I'm out of here. Like, I got to get up out of here. You know, I'm done with these people around me. I'm done with this job. I'm done with the situation. Like, I really need to get up out of here. But God would not honor me in those seasons because it was not my time yet. Y'all, one thing to consider when you believe that God is calling you to do something and allowing you to do something is God is not going to bless impure motives. And I had impure motives because I was trying to run from conflict. I was trying to run from trouble. I was trying to run from things that honestly were growing me. And I was also trying to run from experiences that really, if I did not go through, I would not be able to sustain the season that I'm in right now. And so just be mindful of your heart posture when you're asking God for things and you're going through the journey to getting what it is that you've prayed for. Like, don't despise those small things. Don't despise the journey. It's not just about the destination. It's really about the journey to the destination. And so that is something that I have definitely been keeping in mind since um, I've made this solo move, 
yes, by myself, I moved here. Well, Day Day's with me. Um, she's been outside a couple times, so she's feeling the Texas weather and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's just me. Um, and like I said, I am just so grateful. I'm not the woman that I was before, and I'm enjoying the woman that I'm becoming and evolving into by the grace of God. And one thing I really wanted to share with you guys is the process in which God will be releasing you and allowing you to do something will be so quickly. I never thought that it would take me literally 90 days to literally move across the country by myself. So just know that when God finally releases you to do that thing, to be in certain positions, it's going to happen so quick. And just be ready. Just be prepared. Have your ducks in a row. Continue to be prayerful. Continue to be mindful. Continue to still keep that posture that you had before your prayer was answered. So going back to, you know, just running from things from time to time, um, you know, I've I really tried to go ahead of God's timing so many times to move over here. I remember being so frustrated with my job, um, even like my not just my last job, my job before that. You know, I used to be at that job looking for jobs in Texas and looking for apartments in Texas. And, um, you know, things would always fall through the cracks like it just wouldn't work out because, like I said, it was not God's timing. So. So just some backstory in my process of moving here, I, you know, was coming at the end of my lease and I could not find an apartment or townhome that I really liked, um, that was in the price range that I wanted to be and in an, an environment and close enough to like you know, what was happening. You know what I'm saying? I used to live in town center. For those who are from the 7-5, I was living in town center and I mean, it was a vibe. However, it got a little ghetto in my apartment complex. I don't know what happened, but you know, it is what it is. So I couldn't stay at my apartment anymore. It was a beautiful place. Loved everything about it, minus the people. They were ruining it for me. Um, so yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm not about to renew my lease here. So let me just entertain the thought about Texas again. Like, you know, why not? Like, why wouldn't I move? Um, so I just began to look into moving to Houston. And oh my gosh, my current apartment, y'all, in Virginia, it would literally be like $1,400. And I'm paying hundreds of dollars less. Oh my gosh. But I'm just so grateful because, you know, the process to me even getting here, it took only three months. Now, mind you, I've been praying about moving here for four to five years. God never released me until his perfect timing came. Once the ball got rolling, it took three months and I moved to Texas. And, you know, I would always talk to God about my plans and what I was going to do and telling him, you know, if this is something that you would allow me to do, you know, help me, Lord. I, I know you got me, but if it's not, just close the door. So, you know, I, I applied for a million jobs, of course, before I moved here. And I literally heard back from only two jobs. One was this rinky-dink substitute job. But honestly, I didn't care. I just needed a job. 
And I was like, let me just get what I can get. And I know that God will provide. Like when God gives you a vision, he will give you provision for it. So I ended up getting this, you know, substitute job. And then I'm like, okay, I still haven't figured out my living situation. So I ended up going on roommates.com. And honestly, that was not working out. And it was not what I was trying to do. I have never desired a roommate unless he was going to be my man. And we was going to be doing things that man and wife do. You feel me? Like, I really wasn't looking to, like, be shacked up with nobody. Like, strangers, no nothing. Like, no thank you. (laughs) um and I you know having the substitute job would not have paid the bills for uh an apartment like I would not have been able to sustain any kind of living like I really would have been impoverished basically and struggling terribly so the roommate situation really was you know my plan A. Um, But you know what, y'all? One thing about God, he comes through in the midnight hour always. So y'all know I'm a librarian. And though I really was, I mean, I've been trying to get out of working in libraries, but that is just, you know, been a field of my biggest, most experience, basically. So I ended up getting a library job and the interview went extremely well. It's crazy because during the interview, I literally felt my spirit like, you have this job. You got this. Um, and, you know, me and the interviewer who was actually my boss, we were vi- we were vibing. And I was like, there's no doubt about it. So long story short, a couple of days later, by the grace of God, I get the job. So I ended up ditching the substitute job literally before I even started it. Then, of course, I had to figure out, you know, how I was going to bring all my things to Texas and all this other stuff. So I ended up just shipping my car and just better for mileage and just sustainability in my vehicle. I stuffed my car with as much stuff as I could. I left a lot of things back home. Um, And, you know, of course, I got negative feedback from the family. You know, we've talked about this in a previous episode about moving, you know, me moving out in Virginia and how my grandparents and parents and other family members felt but this situation a whole different type of folks feeling type of way like I'm talking tears negative talk frustration people trying to put their fears on me and stuff see stuff like that y'all a lot of times you really have to keep yourself on hush you have to move in silence and then just let God show out and you know, that is something I'm still learning, but definitely from past experiences I knew with this one, my family would try to talk me out of it. So I made sure that things were set in stone for me and I would tell my immediate and extended family at the right time. And that honestly was such a great move because I have dealt so much in the past of letting other people's fears and negative talks and doubts take me away from God trying to bring greater into my life. And I was not going through that again. So I bought a one-way ticket on December 21st to Houston, Texas for my cat and I, and the rest is history. Um, I definitely would really love to go in depth with you all 
on just the actual process of me moving and, you know, just all that jazz. So, you know, let me know if that's something y'all would be interested in. Um, but, you know, even in this process, the small details, the prayers, the emotions, the, you know, I did have my own doubts and, you know, little things are surfacing as well. Like how would my family dynamic be? And, um, you know, just being close to uh, my immediate family and just some family issues and stuff like me always feeling so hands-on and now I really need to be in a place where I'm hands-off because what can I do being thousands of miles away? Nothing. Um, and so I just really needed God's peace uh, in me knowing that it was okay to take care of myself in this way. And being a firstborn and being a firstborn daughter, especially being a firstborn Caribbean daughter, like this is something I'd never like if you told me I'd be I would have been so brave and so um, intentional about loving and caring about myself in this way. I would have been like, girl, you lying. (laughs) But honestly, y'all, I have zero regrets like. I would not change this experience for anything. Um, You know, my first day here, it really felt unreal. Honestly, sometimes it still feels unreal. Like, I'll be driving and I'll be like, what am I doing? Like, this is Texas. Like, I live in Texas. Like, how did I get here? How did this happen? And how am I still sustaining this? (laughs) Like... God, how did this happen again? Like, I don't get it. It's the funniest thing. And if you've ever moved away from home and you are just in a place of just gratitude and just total shock, like, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's just like you wake up one day and you're just like, yo, like, this is really my life right now. And this is a life that I've prayed about. Insane. This, I'm literally living in an answered prayer. (laughs) So even with just, you know, me signing paperwork for my apartment and getting, you know, my, uh, getting my job here and just kind of getting settled. Like I'm still just like shocked, like absolutely shocked. So I still hosted, um, Galentine's day in February and that was amazing. Um, I was able to make about 30 B spirit led bags to pass out to my brothers and sisters experiencing homelessness in Houston and I'm so grateful as well for the ladies who supported Galentine's Day. Love you all so much. Um, and that was really an amazing experience. Even though it was virtual, it still like really flowed and it went so well. And I'm, I was so grateful for the turnout and the support. As always, thank you again for your love and support. So within my first 100 days, I really experienced a lot, like a lot of things. And one of them was an ice storm that happened in February. And so thank you to everyone who reached out and checked on me, everyone who knew, um, who made sure I had proper resources and a warm place to lay my head. Um, That was a very traumatic situation. And I thank God um, that, you know, it's not hard to talk about anymore. And I thank God for making sure that his daughter was properly taken care of during that time. Oh my gosh. The first month that I moved here, I witnessed a high-speed chase on the interstate 
which led to an ambush. Okay, this was on my way to work. The guy got out of a, a, a this crazy gold Ford pickup truck, surrendered on the interstate, and literally, I'm talking 30 officers, guns drawn to him. Like, in freaking, this happened my first month, okay? First month. What else has happened? Um, oh yeah, my first week living here, I gained 15 pounds. 15 whole pounds. Five pounds away from 20 pounds. Y'all, the food here, like that. Big purr, okay? The food in Texas is really like that. The different cultures, like the barbecue, everything. Texas food is like that. Texas portions are like that. I have really been eating my butt off. Like the woman of God eats good every week. I'm talking top tier food, nothing, nothing less. She deserves nothing less than a good meal, okay? Granted, the food in New Orleans is still number one. But when I tell you like New Orleans food is 1A and Houston is like 1B. Okay, well, I would say Texas because, you know, I've been all over at this point and it's really good food everywhere. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, y'all, the mental health and homelessness here and in a lot of areas in Houston and Texas is so overwhelming. And if you know me, you know, my heart is for my homeless brothers and sisters um, but it, it is really overwhelming. Now I will say a couple of them, they, they kind of funny and they like, they've really grown on me. Like, you know, just from chatting with them and, you know, seeing them on certain corners pretty much every day. Um, they really have grown on me. Another thing about Houston, um, you definitely see a lot of brothers and sisters experiencing homelessness. And if you know me, you know that you know, those, that community is close to my heart and there is a lot of poverty and, uh, mental, emotional, ill people on the streets and it can be a lot. Um, the panhandling is real bad, like real bad, but what's even worse is just even, you know, prostitution and homelessness and just all that. And it's people from all walks of life. Like it is insane and overwhelming um, actually the other day on my way home from an event, I saw this woman in the middle of the street being coddled by some stranger cars literally stopped. And it is because, she, you know, unfortunately this is a trigger warning, but, um, you know, she was trying to commit suicide. She was a woman having a mental health crisis and, People thought she was a speed bump. Thank God they swerved and did not, you know, run over her or anything, but she was trying to be a speed bump. And so things like that happen so often, like just people going in the middle of the streets, walk in the middle of the streets, laying in the middle of the street. It's, I don't know what it is about folks and streets, but it is insane. Okay. So yeah, so definitely be in prayer for my brothers and sisters out here in H-Town. They, they be going through it. Aside from that, your girl has been booking flights, honey. Yeah. Houston's direct flights, unmatched. Okay. 
So yeah, 2021, I've been catching flights. I've been catching feelings. <laughs> I've been catching flights and feelings, okay? <laughs> I have started dating. Yeah, she's she's dating. She's out here. Yeah. I had a little, you know, a little starting five. You know, I was really, like, actively dating, like, multiple people, just being more open and being open about that as well. Um, folks knew about each other. But you find, but you're not fine enough, okay? Praise God, praise God. Come on, somebody. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, money. Listen, one thing about it, two things for show. Being independent comes with a cost. Living off of vibes comes with a cost. Being so frustrated and making irrational decisions because you feel like you should have a certain type of life. Certain type. Listen, don't let TikTok and Instagram and unrealistic expectations or realistic expectations that you are not working hard at have you out here looking broken crazy. And, you know, I have been on the fence, both sides of the financial struggle. I've been on the money come up and I've also been on the other side, real, real ghetto. Yeah, the woman of God's been on the hustle. I have some business endeavors coming up. So y'all definitely keep me in prayer on those things. Um, I've been hustling, you know, I got my nine to five. I also do, you know, some hustling things on the side. You know, I, I, I do what I can. Yeah. All right. Um, emotional and mental health. Like, I've really gone through it. <laughs> um, dealing with depression, anxiety, um, broken friendships. Get my feelings hurt by these lines. Like, <laughs> um, you know, spiritually. Oh, my gosh. Like you know, y'all keep me in prayer spiritually. It's, it's definitely difficult to, um, maintain a righteous and holy standard without physical community. Um, but Jesus is still present. He is ever present. God is still near and there, but I can stray from time to time because I find myself Dipping and dabbling into certain spaces and environments where I really shouldn't be in, but I just, just to be transparent, it's where I'm finding community. But y'all pray for me. I, I, I know, I, I know better, so I'm going to do better. And I truly am. And I think that I have found a church home and, you know, I've been praying for, I don't need like a whole bunch of new friends and stuff like that. You know, my A1 day ones, I'm good with my peoples, you feel me? But Y'all know how I have told y'all so much about sisterhood and how important sisterhood is. And even with brotherhood, like it is, it's literally top five most important things you could have is community. Um, you know, it's been really exciting to uh, visit other cities. And uh, like I said, Houston is so dynamic and experiences and adventures. So that has helped with like my mental and emotional health, even spiritual health, because sometimes I'm able to spend like that quiet time with God with no distractions or, you know, I'm in environments where it's easier to have a, you know, a conversation with God. Um, but, you know, navigating through, you know, loneliness and missing my tribe and my community so deeply. Sometimes, you know, 
you have to go through things to learn from them. And I've always been the person that's like, I don't have to learn the hard way. And, you know, oh my gosh, I tell God all the time, Lord, I am not a rock bottom type of girl. Okay. <laughs> like I, that is not me. That is not who I aspire to be like, no, thank you. We're good. Um, but you know what? Adulting is truly showing itself to be extremely ghetto, but liberating and rewarding as the journey continues, but still equally as ghetto. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I hope that, you know, just me sharing my little testimony and just where I am in life just encourages you and inspires you to try something new, be brave, be bold, and be prayerful. Keep God on your journey with you. Um, like I said, though, it, if it's in his will, he put on your heart to do, it's, it's going to be quick. So be ready. Be ready for the shift that is coming and don't despise the journey. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be some lavish, you know, big old production. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there are some times in life where you're not going to have a whole bunch of people with you. You're not going to have a whole bunch of love and support. I've been living and I have been loving. I have been truly journeying through this season of my life without borders and trying to live without limits because I serve a limitless God. Um, and he's been holding my hand through it all. I've been learning to love myself again. I've been learning to love people. I've been learning to be more present and show up and uh, be more deeply rooted into the relationships I do have um, and that I'm trying to create. And learning to love uh, my new community and the resources that I can offer it has been a blessing as well. And I'm just so excited for this journey thus far in Houston, Texas. And, you know, if you are desiring to move out of your state, out of your hometown, whatever the case may be, be prayerful, be mindful, uh, really reflect, check your motives and just know that it'll be quick. If it's in God's will, it will be quick. So be ready and understand that when some people are stuck in areas in their life where they are unsatisfied and unhappy and you are living out a calling and a purpose on your life, some people are going to fall by the wayside and they're not going to be able to go where you're going. I mean that spiritually and even physically. There are people that could not come with me on this journey, whether that be from hating or whatever case may be I don't even like stuff like that that is not I I hate things like that like just enviousness covetedness jealousy like things like that like that is not my vibe I never say people are like that towards me no nothing I I hate for people anyone to feel that way towards me that is such uh an evil and scary spirit really um, that kind of spirit really makes people do and say crazy things. So I really do try to stay away from those type of um, those type of spirits. And when people have those type of spirits and I do my best 
if there are times, because I am a human, that I am in a space where I'm unsatisfied or unhappy, that if I do find myself kind of navigating through that, I check myself. Not, let me rephrase that. I allow the Holy Spirit to check me. I rebuke and repent from that spirit because that is not something that you want to deal with. You ruin such beautiful relationships with people. And it's a slap in the face to God to constantly covet what other people have, the life that they live, and the blessing that God has given them. When you have a beautiful life that God has given you, you have blessings and answered prayers that God has given you. And God literally has created in eternity this small portion that has your name on it, that has your future, and that has your legacy wrapped around it. And for you to be focused and worried and upset about what other people have and what they're doing, like it really is a slap in the face. Like your story was written with a beautiful pen and beautiful hands. Focus on that. Always be mindful of your motives, especially dealing with other people, especially dealing with other people. Always be mindful of your motives. How people experience you is is very important. Don't get it twisted. You know, it's not a matter of people pleasing or putting on a show or anything like that. No, but be mindful how people experience you. You know, I've recently had a little situation going on and, you know, it it is what it is. But, um, you know, she's growing and she's mingling and, you know, she's singling, trying to relationshiping. So, you know, praise God. So y'all be in prayer for me. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. But I am happy to have experiences in actively dating as a young adult um, with other adults. I'm like... I've dated boys for too long, y'all, like I have. And I have really not experienced a lot of uh, relationships as an adult. And so definitely within a small amount of time, I have grown romantically and relationally in so many areas. I am a more of an understanding woman. Um, I'm more of an open woman. However... I am real, real, real hard on my requirements and my standards. The woman of God may be single, but she ain't desperate, okay? The woman of God may be understanding, but she ain't no lame chick, all right? Don't play with me. At the end of the day, we are all journeying through life together, and we all come with so many different facets and just broadness about ourselves as just humans. And we just need to make sure that as we're journeying through life, that we're being mindful of how we love others and how we allow them to love us. And that's really all you can do sometimes. Um, And so when you're on your way to your destiny, you really can see who's for you and who's not and who has best intentions and motives for you and who's not. Like It's so interesting to watch when God blesses you how some people around you can really start to move and act and things like that but you know that's something I really try not to focus on but I will say I am the type of person that since I try not to deal with areas like that then I don't leave room for myself to develop and to evolve emotionally and 
uh, maturely in relationships because basically I've just kind of let things kind of just take its course. But that's not the way to, to deal with things and to deal with people running away from situations or being passive about them or not seeing people in situations for who and what they are does not do anything but hinder you and it's not helpful at all. Random rant. Not sure how I got here, but y'all get the point. <laughs> so yeah, y'all. So I'm going to share this declaration with you guys that I have been saying over myself, which is my wealth is in Texas. My husband is in Texas or he going to move here. <laughs> I think he's here though. Um, my future family is in Texas and I'm claiming it all in Jesus name. And so, you know, replace those things with things that you're believing in God for um, and just be prayerful and keep your heart and motives pure. So with all that being said, thank you again for another amazing season. I love you all so much and I cannot wait for next season. As always, live a life that pleases God and blesses others. Until next time. <laughs>